Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Need to Nerd. I'm your host, Spencer, and I'm joined by my co-host, who is celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday, West. Hi, how's it going? It's your birthday. It sure is, whatever that means right now. Time yeah. is wishy-washy, but I guess I, I made it to this point in time, whether I like it or not. Well, you know, I think that if anybody deserves a great birthday, it's you, man, so I hope that's a good one. Well, it's going well so far. I had a pretty good day of disc golf that I just went and did with my dad. Nice! Can't say my points were good, but in the spirit of always improving, I uh, managed to figure out my drive, which is great. That's dope, dude. Did you? Where did you disc golf at? Down on holiday. Okay, that's the one I've, that's the one I've gone to. Sweet. Awesome. Well, uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening to the last couple episodes. Um, you can now listen everywhere. If you look in the show notes, there will be a link to our Anchor F- FM, um, which will link you to Spotify, uh, Google. We're basically everywhere but Apple Podcasts right now. Um, they have submitted us to Apple Podcasts, and we're just waiting to get approved there. But once once that's there, that will also be on the Anchor uh, spot. So without further ado, we're going to get right into the episode this week. And, you know uh, if you listen to last week's show that got posted uh, two days ago, I think now, as of recording, at the beginning of it, we kind of talked about why there was a delay of that show. And it's because, you know, the world is, it's going through a lot right now, West. And, you know, we just want to say that we want to do our part in kind of improving the world. And so in the show notes, there will be a link to ways that you can support the Black Lives Matter movement. It's something that hurts hurts <laughs> hits really close to home for me as somebody who's married to a person of color and we just want to make sure that we are uh you know helping those disenfranchised and, and those that kind of need it the most and you know we we stand with those people and we wanted to make that very clear and uh you know just make sure that people know where we stand and what what you, and give you all an opportunity as you're listening to stand up for those same things so so absolutely so uh, there will be a link in the show notes where you can go to, you know, fi- find the best way for you to help out. With that being said, uh, you know, this isn't going away anytime soon. And sometimes. I sure hope not. <laughs> I also hope not. And least, so, let me put it this way. I hope that problems are resolved quickly. I really hope that our focus on this issue <laughs> is not temporary. I agree. I think that's a great way of putting it. And, and for me, I, I think that. Yesterday, I uh, actually uninstalled Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, like everything from my phone, took a vacation day at work, because well, sometimes you just need to escape. You're just like, you know what? Sure. I am just like... Wait, is this a segue? Is this a segue? It was. I <laughs> know, I've derailed it. Uh, yeah, sometimes you, you need just... to push those things over. You, sometimes you just need to escape for a bit, and... Uh, for me, and I think for a lot of our listeners, like the way that we escape is through either content or video games, you know, just the ways that we can, you know, leave this world and get kind of out of our own heads. Um, and that's yeah. what we're going to kind of talk about this week. We're going to talk about escaping with nerddom. And West, I want to ask you first, what are the kind of things that you use nerd to, nerddom to escape from? Uh, well, I'd say I've used it to escape from school for nearly my entire life now. I use it to escape from my family. I use it to escape 
from issues. I usually escape into it with my friends. Friends are not the things I'm trying to escape from typically. Um, I'll escape from bad weather. I'll escape from a different fantasy world that I wasn't enjoying. I don't know. There's all kinds of things that I escape from in my nerddom. You know, for me, I'm I'm typically somebody that gets in their own head a lot. Like, I get into these thought circles and I'm just like, dude, I need to get out of this. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, something that's going on with my family or whether it's something going on in, you know, at work or, or things like that. You know, sometimes you just need to be like, okay, well, I am going to throw in a video game and I'm now going to be here. Like, this is, yeah. this is where I'm going to be. And it's really funny that you know, we live in a time where you're really able to do that. I think back to like when you're a kid, right? And I, I mean, I don't think I'm like that much older than you, but not for this specific. Yeah. About, but, where video games have come today and where books are and TV, all that. Well, stuff. book books is actually what I was going to say. Like the number of times where I just like, I, like have like picked up a book and just like, put it down and realize it's been like hours and hours and I haven't eaten or used the restroom or like, I, so for me, like escaping into places is, is really something that's big for me. And I usually do it because I'm just a big ball of anxiety. For sure. Um, I think it's so interesting because my, um, reading definitely was one of, so I'm, ADD is my um, big piece of brain uh, um, affectation. And for me, uh, so world of ADD is things are either there's a million pieces of information. You want to pay attention to all of it, or there is only one thing that matters in the world and use tune out everything else. Um, it's basically A or B. Um, and I, and usually you can't pick which um, is the other issue. But books are sure first thing that I learned to hyper-focus on to. Um, it was very easy for me to pick up a book and just make that the only noise in my world for a while. Yeah, I mean, I think about, like, when I read Aragon for the first time, I was at a Boy Scout camp, and, like, yeah. I just couldn't put the book down. I think about the first time I read Love and Thumps. Like, that book, like, just sucked me in. I think I finished that book in, like, two days. Yeah. You know, and, and for me, as somebody that wasn't scholastically uh, the most... Uh, advanced like i would just get into these things and, and really go ham on them and it was often to escape like you know f feelings and and you know things that oh i spent hours in high school at my desk trying to write an essay where in reality i just had a book in my lap sure so that if a parent parents opened the door they could see i was i had the essay in front of me supposedly but reality is the lap they couldn't see had Actually, I definitely have specific memories of it being an Aragon book. Usually it was a reread, something that I could sure. pull myself in and out of without having paid attention to it much. Does what you want to escape from change according to like what you're consuming? So like books versus movies versus TV versus video games? Yeah, I think that for me, it's not so much that like what it for me, I think that there were always like tiers of ways to escape and it was about whether or not I could access those higher tiers, like without pulling parental aggro or the amount of time it takes to really get into it, that sort of thing. Right. Like, I think I would always prefer escaping into a, a tabletop role playing game over anything else. Right. 
you get your friends around a table and you're going and playing and that's just the best, right? You're your own character. Anything that comes to mind is really what you're doing. And then after that are really immersive video games. And then there are video games you play just to keep your mind on and sharp that don't that you can come in and out of. And then books were the thing that I could always do without having to worry a little bit about who was watching me do it and what they thought of it. Yeah, it's, it's funny because like for me, I think of like, you know, KOTOR and, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls and, uh, you know, now Mass Effect and like these very story driven RPGs, like really help me escape from reality in a sense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that if I'm trying to, you know, distract myself from X or Y you know, getting into, like, a game like Magic the Gathering, where, like, I have to be hyper-focused is one that, you know, if I if I need to, like, actually stay in the world, but don't want any distractions, I, I typically find that, like, you know, tabletop games have really done that for me in, in Magic. I know Smash does that for me right now. So, it, for me, it actually yeah. really does depend. Because... Totally. If, yeah. if I want to leave this world, I'm going to leave it, like, with a book or, like, a, an in-depth RPG, you know, whereas I don't really cons- – I find that I don't really consume movies and TV to escape as much as other people do. Like, I know people will watch movies specifically to, like, you know, have that feeling of escape, and I'm not really like that. Well, I think – I my theory on this is if TV – if, like, watching a movie is your escape from the world – you aren't you haven't experienced enough of the the true escape into like uh, an immersive gaming experience or it's not your thing that's fair Um, i think i think also a lot of times movies speak to the world a lot more and like instead of tv so they don't actually help me escape very much and while that's true in video games i'm in control and whereas like in a movie or a tv show like i feel out of control that makes sense Mm -hmm. and the control you have in a video game necessitates that it doesn't truly map onto some real world event because in order for you to have agency in that event um it needs to not have an expected outcome do you have a do you have like a moment where you remember escaping like something was going on in your life and like you you just decided to have that escape oh for sure um, I, I, I mean, earliest in my life is definitely like with books, right? Was just like um, getting sent to my room on a timeout. Psh, easy, pick up a book, right? That, that was a, an easy out to that one. Yeah, my um, my wife would not get. My wife's punishment was to have to leave her room, and her books were taken away. So, yeah. That's so never one my parents felt comfortable doing. They never felt comfortable. <laughs> Cutting off my access to books. Sure. Uh, even even when it started getting to the point of them discovering like me awake at 2 a.m. with a book in my hands. Um, I guess that's another thing I would do is if I was writing the next day, I would stay up way too late with a book. Sure. I, I, ha- I have found myself over like the last, you know, couple years really, like do using escapism a lot more. You know, as my job has gotten way more stressful... Uh, you know, just taking some time to like throw in Breath of the Wild or go play Mass Effect or um, 
you know, listen, like listen to an audiobook or even just reading, you know, one of my favorite Star Wars books again has really helped me, uh, you know, you, you get, you get so much anxiety around the things that you could be accomplishing in your life that sometimes it's hard to just not accomplish something for a minute. Yeah, I think that's why I, over, you know, last several years of my life, have always been drawn towards those games where you're polishing a skill. Um, like like Magic, right? Where you are, you're playing to learn, you're playing to practice. Um, whether or not that playing is good practicing and good polishing, uh, as you've discussed in other podcasts many times. Um Definitely, I prefer that escape being around a skill in a lot of the time because it makes it feel useful towards a, a larger goal I have. Where it... do you, do you think that do you think that the amount of nerddom there is to consume now makes it harder to escape because you feel like you're missing out on something else every time you do something? Well, that's for sure. Um, certainly there's, um, usually a, and being part of like discourse platforms like Twitter, right? Where there's a, there's a talk of the town, um, often many conflicting talks of the town, but right. Like all of your friends are in on this thing and you feel a pressure to be in on it. Um, I, I've drifted away from following that. I'll take recommendations where it goes. Um, right. But it's been a long time since I've gone in on like a, a multiplayer game with my friends. Sure. I mean, I, I think that like, you know, a really good example of this is, you know, Tiger King happened, right? Where? Yes. Like, did you, I assume you didn't so watch Tiger King. It wasn't. Watched. It was not that long ago. Hey, time is an illusion. Well, her, the sheriff came out last week and confirmed that the spoilers the will uh of carol baskin's dead husband was in fact forged by her so you know stuff getting real out here in the tiger king world fam but you know what i there's a big block of nerds that really like their true crime that's for sure that's true i mean I, i think i think that like one of the things i mean tiger king is a really good example of escapism like you escape into this like thing that you can't believe is real. That's really happening. I mean, reality TV really does that where it's like, I mean, how else does keeping up with the Kardashians make sense? Right. It's like, it's so absurd that this is the life that somebody else is living and it lets you escape the life that you're currently living. And that's true. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say that's true. And that's true across everything that you could, you know, you could consume. I think that's the dichotomy of uh, good reality television versus fiction, right? Um, Good reality television focuses on an unlikely possibility, right? Something that's really happening and you're like, no way. No way is that actually happening. And then fiction focuses on uh, likely impossibilities, right? There's, um, There's zero chance that it's really happening, but you can believe that world exists that likely impossibility, right? The hero goes on a journey and beats the bad guy is a, a likely impossibility. We know it's impossible because we've not seen it very many times in history. 
And but it's but it's likely because it's a story that resonates in our hearts. Do you do you find that escaping works for you? Like when you sit down and read a book and the book's over, you probably feel a little accomplished that you read a book, but are you also happier? Like did did it actually serve the purpose you were trying to serve? So that's a really interesting point. Um for me this goes to like the the um, making your time feel useful. Mm-hmm. I feel like I consume stories nowadays to gather viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to read a book, preferably by an author whose viewpoint I'm not good. I I don't have a lot of experience considering before, and I want to walk away with it with a sense of what it is like to be someone who is not me. Okay. I, and sometimes that makes me happier because that someone who's not me lives a more charmed life than I do. And sometimes it makes me unhappier because that person or, or they, they overcame really challenging obstacles. That's also a thing that might leave me happier, but often and uh, really good fiction I read nowadays leaves me with a much more middling feeling. One of uh, a greater sense of the world, but not necessarily a happier one. You know, I am trying to get away from doing exactly what you just said. Like, I I want to more often just do things for my own enjoyment and selfishness. Like, too often I'm trying to improve or I'm trying to learn or, like, and I give no time just, like, not, I, I just, I just want to waste more time. Like, and by that, it's, I like, the idea of wasted time just blows my mind. Because, like, you know, what, what did, think of all of the amazing memories you made as a child, just doing stuff to do it. Yeah. And I think I that is, see what happens. exactly. And I think that, you know, for me, I just, I more often need to find a way to do that. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, even like a lot of like the television I've watched and the book series I've read, it's you read it to participate in the conversation even, right? Like there's, there's some group of people that are talking about something and you aren't in on it yet. And so you have to go and consume basically socially assigned reading in order to be able to participate in the conversation. Um, instead of picking your own thing. And often that's a really fun journey that you're going on, right? Like right. watching the Witcher because everyone was talking about it, right? was awesome. Right. Great, great season to, of television to watch. But at the end of it, I, I didn't feel actually like I was richer by having access to that discourse now. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched the Witcher with, by myself and then with my wife and it was pretty great for me. Um, but you know, I, I did it at the recommendation of a lot of people. At the same time, you know, I'm watching Dexter right now and Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now. And nobody's talking about that. And I'm like, I when I saw a good Brooklyn Nine-Nine tweet uh, today. Did you? Yeah. Someone's saying uh, season eight of Brooklyn Nine-Nine should uh, just be all of the same characters. But now they work at a 99 cents store and they never talk about how they used to be cops. <laughs> well, my point was, is like, you know, I. I I certainly don't watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine to, you know, improve myself as a person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what possible life lesson Dexter could teach me. But both of them... <laughs> but both of them do a really good job of 
you know, just taking me out of it. Um, and I, I want to do more of that, which is why, you know, I elect to do something like that. And, you know, I think that we as people need to do that more often. You know, if you like something and you want to tell people you like it, that's awesome. But I, I mean, I watched the first season of 13 Reasons Why because I felt pressure to do so. And it wrecked me. Um, you know, somebody not a, that... Not a fun television show to watch yeah. if you are already vulnerable in your mental places. Well, not only that, but, like, my best friend, um, you know, my best friend and cousin took his own life. And so it was, like, yeah. this really personal, like, oh, I was not ready for this. And, you know, when the second season came out, like, I started watching it under peer pressure, and I just, I stopped. I was just like, this is, I don't, I'm not doing this. And and then I found that same thing happening with Westworld. I watched the first season of Westworld. I hated it. I was like, this show is not it for me. And then the second season starts, and I, like, did the same thing. I, like, started it, and I'm like, why am I watching this? Like, this is not making me happy. This is not helping, like, I, and so often I think that we force ourselves to, like, mm-hmm. like something because, or or dislike something because of social norms or because, you know, we feel like that's our place in the world. Now, Imagine f- that one guy who came out of the Aragon movie being like, I liked it. I've read the books and I liked it. And how awesome. That person doesn't exist. That person doesn't exist. That's like saying somebody walked out. I mean, you saw, I sent West a, a TikTok of a last airbender uh, thing the other day. It was great. And, you know, I, that, I, it's that true. Looked very pained. Uh, that's how you, I felt watching that movie. But my point is, is like, you know, you go into these experiences, you know, you, why, why do you pick up a book? It's, it's for that escape feeling. And I think that, you know, when we, you've actually brought up a really good point. Like when we force ourselves into situations where we have to consume something because everybody else is consuming it, we're actually not getting that escape. We're actually doing something to enter into no, a discourse yeah. rather than to appreciate the art or the, yeah. the medium in which we're consuming. Um, that's, uh, I think that that's like a, a big difference in the texture of recommendations today, right? Um, it used to be that like you would say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm out of books friend. What, what do you recommend? What have you read recently? Right. And they say, try this book. And then you go and you read that book and then you finish that book and it's all in your own time in your own space. And then when you go back, you have a conversation about it, but each person approached that book on their own terms and in their own time. Right. Um, especially back when, you know, things, but now things are so fast that something hits the market. You have Two, you have a two-week window to consume that content and be part of the conversation I think before that, the next thing releases. I think that about video games all the time, where it's like, like, you know, I waited for Fallen Order to play it. I waited for Kakarot now to play it. And, like, I don't know. I, I don't know why we have to be the first to do, or one of the first to do and consume everything. It certainly doesn't help me enjoy it. It certainly doesn't help me enjoy it more. No, people who do it for their jobs have to be, right? Sure. Like, if your job is drumming up discourse right. in this content area, right, you have to be on the leading edge. Otherwise, you don't get the looks. So, Wes, to wrap this up, how are you escaping during COVID? Like, how are you, 
How are you distracting yourself in the world where you're stuck in your house or in another house all the time? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Hmm. Well, uh, I've been doing it kind of badly. Let me put it that way. I, I have played a lot of magic over the last few months, but I've done nearly all of it with my Twitter feed open next to it. So, like, I've been playing Magic, and I've been playing Magic because it's something that my mind, that, that's familiar. It's easy to focus on. I can do it. I learn. I feel part of something. I'm able to participate in the Magic discourse. Sure. That, I was going to say, that, that doesn't feel like escaping. That feels like staying connected. I'm saying I... I, I don't, but I don't think that's bad. It's okay to try and also stay yeah. connected during a time where it's hard to both stay connected yeah. and escape, right? Mm-hmm. For me, the I think the true escapism value is where I've been getting is I've been playing lots of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, which is like my my therapy. I, I have therapy, thank God. But I also have D and D as this lovely time where none of my real life matters, and I get to worry about the problems of somebody else. Yeah. For for me, I've been playing. I've been trying to play more video games. Um, you know, through the through my time playing Magic competitively, I didn't. I ha- just did, haven't gotten to play a lot of really really great video games because so much of my time has been tied up in Magic. And so, you know, I played. I'm playing Mass Effect. I'm playing. You know, the, these new games that I've gotten, and it's been really nice to like enjoy that in a time where who knows when I'll be in the house this much again for a while. Mm-hmm. Also, you uh, you said you would do something for me, but you were really drunk when you said it, so I don't know if you remember it. What was it? It has your favorite video game ever, and the fact that I never played it. Oh. You, I said I'd buy it for you? Yeah. I, I still will. So I could play Kotor. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Get on um, Steam, play it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I should. Because um, that would be a fun escape, because I have not... Had you know the story... No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I will buy it for yeah. you right now. Um, <laughs> you have an escape other... assignment. Yeah, uh, and uh, um, Breath of the Wild has been a, a good source of escaping that yeah. I can get unlimited amounts of because that world is especially I, interesting. I'm replaying it right now, and I'm really loving my time as a replay. You know, the first time I really played it to like be a part of the discourse and this time I'm just having fun and mm-hmm. I- I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So I have to say I need to get to the point where like I am using that game to like figure out how high I can stack boxes, that type of fun. <laughs> sure. Um, that, that, the, the people that like got so into the game and played so much of it that they are just now doing the most absurd things because they don't have to worry about where like they're not, they're not exploring new territory. They're just figuring out how they can make the mechanics work uh, even better for them. Those people really have found a blessing in that game. I agree. I agree. Well, let us know in the comments uh, on the YouTube channel what you've been doing to escape so that others can, you know, try and escape in that way if they, if they, seems like something they would like. Uh, you can find me at Spencer13H. You can find West at East underscore monotone with two N's. Uh, you can find the podcast at me to nerd pod And don't forget to check us out on Anchor. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, smash that like button. It's really appreciated. You can watch me stream every Wednesday and 
every weekend at twitch.tv slash heasymedia. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We'll see you all next week. Take care, everybody. Bye.